Hello everybody and welcome to the Orange House. My name is Anthony Cuzio and uh, this episode is being released on Monday, July 5th. So the day after the 4th of July. Um, hope everyone had a good one. Hope everyone had a safe one. I got the chance to hang out with some family in the morning and then uh, at night went down to Pacific Beach in San Diego. Met with some friends, had a great time, saw some fireworks. You know how it goes. Fourth of July in San Diego, there's there's never a, a lack of something to do. I mean, if you the only thing you gotta deal with is that traffic. Traffic is ungodly. I mean, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent <laughs> trying to leave. I usually I usually am in the worst part of San Diego to be in Fourth of July, Mission Bay, in terms of congestion. Mission Bay is a blast on Fourth of July, but you gotta be able to deal with that traffic. Papa, uh, how are you doing today? I'm fine. Feeling yeah. good. Feeling good? Yeah. And it's, well, so I, I... feel good and sometimes I feel bad, but today I'm feeling good. Hey, that's good. Know? That's really good. I would say I've known you for a long time, but I mean, you're, I've known you my entire life. Yeah, you were right. there from the very, very, very beginning, 21 years ago. Yeah. Um, it, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's it, Is it a crazy thing to, like, experience, like, your grand... I mean, you, you've had children, so it's, it's is it... A different crazy experience to have grandchildren also growing up that you can. Like, yeah, I think you appreciate the grandchildren more than your kids. Really? Because when you have your kids, you're usually too busy to even take advantage, you know, to even uh, realize what you're doing. You're just doing shit to survive. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But, but with the grandkids, it's, it's like whatever you missed raising a kid, you could. You could do when you raise the grandkid. I see. You I see. Yeah, because right? you have you have a little more time. Plus, you could tell them to go home anytime. <laughs> yeah, kids, exactly. you can't do that with kids. They're That's, there. They're there. That is true. I didn't you even know? think about that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you could just you can just be done. Yeah, you could use them. Yeah, play with them. You get all that you can. Reap, you, yeah, you can have all the good the good parts. You can reap all the benefits of it, and then yeah, and then say go home. Your your yeah. mother or father will take care of you later. Yeah, exactly. That's. A, that's what my parents always say. They're like, they're like, we don't want you to like, like we don't want you to have a kid right now. Like, but if you did, we would totally like take care. Like, we would totally yeah. be here there for daycare because we we want to like experience that again. Well, I miss <laughs> I miss babies. I always liked babies. Yeah, I think everybody likes babies, mm -hmm. or they should. I mean, the shit. It's, it's hard not to. Yeah, it's hard right. not to like yeah. babies. But uh, babies, babies, the smell of babies, that it, it's just nice. Yeah. No, it's you know. just a fresh person, <laughs> a yeah. fresh small person. <laughs> it's it's crazy because it's like you can see. I don't know. One thing my dad always says or talks to me about is like the fact of like, like you know, so many years ago he was. I was just like this baby, and then all of a sudden well, now it's like he has a conversation with me. I told you the other day when we were working. I said, Anthony, 
Who'd have known that I, when I was changing your diaper, yeah. that you'd be working in my house, moving stuff yeah. around? Yeah, know? that was just yesterday. We were, yeah. built, or we were t making the base for a shed. Yeah. Some road base. And that was, honestly, that was went a lot easier than I thought. It was a good pro a good size project, but we banged it out real quick. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it came out nice. But, um, uh, what was I going to say? But, yeah, no, it's just the the whole experience of, you know, seeing someone grow up, it's like you've been through that. You've been through that multiple times with multiple children and then multiple grandchildren yeah. now. Um, but first off, I want to, I don't know, I want to, I want to go bring it way back to like yeah, your okay. childhood. I want, yeah, where, where, were you, where were you originally born? Oh, you wouldn't even know mine if you were living that. <laughs> if you knew what you knew now, yeah, you wouldn't even know. You know, it's hard. In the fifties, the fifties. So you went, what year were you born? Forty-three. Okay. But the fifties, that's like <clears throat> the war ended, Second World War in forty-three. Uh and then it was just not because I grew up in the fifties, but if I sit back and I've done it many times, analyze the era. Mm -hmm. Okay? It was one of the best times to grow up. Mm -hmm. it, not because I went, did it, mm -hmm. yeah. but it really, truly was the best time. Opportunities were galore. Guys came out of the service. They, they could open a business. They, you know, it, it, was, just, it was just alive. Mm -hmm. Now, forget it. Mm -hmm. things, are, yeah, things seem a lot more solemn. Yeah, a lot more on. like, I don't know, just less. Don't less. have to worry about anything uh, then, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, crime and stuff way down. Mm -hmm. It was around. It was always around since biblical times, probably, mm -hmm. or yes, it really was. Uh, but now, it's just uh, it's too constrictive, mm -hmm. too many rules. Mm -hmm. But who do you blame? Yeah, you gotta I, blame the people. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. It's my opinion now. <laughs> but I blame the people. They got too complacent everything was so nice and so everything going so nice nobody gave a shit nobody cared about about anything it was their lives were nice so what happens in the last 30 40 years with complacency the bad ones took over mm -hmm. they got in we let them we let them and that's what's scary to me too when i vote when we vote I don't know if I had the trust in the in the in the population that I should have. I don't I don't know if I trust them to do the right thing. I don't know if I trust them to have the right ethics and the morals and the thing. The majority of them, and and, and probably it's not that's not in a majority anymore. I don't think otherwise we wouldn't be in the place we're in right now. Well, I mean, you mentioned like the the ethics as being such an important thing. I mean, ethics and just the 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 you know ethical norms have changed so much Terrible. since i mean there since, is none. well i mean yeah just since the, the you brought up the 50s is like the the era of usually people look yeah, back somebody to, say oh that's hokey oh, oh the 50s mm -hmm. you know that's uh uh leave it to beaver and all that you know but <laughs> yeah that's that's the way it was you know so so t take me through a little bit of like like growing up in the in the 50s cuz i mean right you mentioned you were born right at the end of the war. 
And well, you, I was born in 43, yeah, yeah, right at the, towards the end, yeah. So, I mean, what was like, what was your early childhood really like growing up? Like, where, where, where would you, where were you, where'd you live before? When when you were born, was it you was Chicago? Yeah, always. I was always in Chicago. So you were in Chicago from till you moved with my mom, and and that was later. That was way later, like the eighties, right? That you, uh, that you moved out. Of Chicago. I moved out of the Chicago area, in uh, uh, yeah, late yeah eighties, eighty two. Okay. Eighty two. Jimmy Carter. Gotcha. gotcha. Wrecked me. <laughs> he wrecked a lot of people. I gotcha. All the businesses. You think your businesses are being wrecked now? He wrecked them mm -hmm. almost to this extent mm -hmm. because there was no business. There was no lending money. Interest rates now are almost zero. 24% during Jimmy Carter. Wow. I did not know it was 24%. You know, I had a business. I had a construction business. Mm -hmm. doing. We built houses and stuff, but you couldn't get a, you couldn't get a loan on, on a bet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and even if you did, it was 24%. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Twenty four percent. But I got a story now of of finding money at okay. that time. Things were bad. This nineteen eighty. I don't know eighty maybe eighty eighty one okay. eighty. Things were real bad. They, they, they were selling concrete uh, delivery trucks out of state. I mean, it was there were none. You never saw anything. I mean, it was devastated. And a, a guy. And his son came to me and he said, hey, we, we got these two spec, spec houses they were going to do in this time, which was... What are spec houses? You build them and hope you could sell them. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Right? Yeah. But in the times that it was, it was the worst thing you could ever do with mm -hmm. your money. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But it's not my business. My business was to build a house. Yeah. So the guy's got these two... Two houses, two lots, two houses he wanted to build, and he was kind of on the on the cusp of of the EPA stuff. Mm -hmm. He he had a certain heating system, you know, the very avant garde. I mean, up front it was brand new stuff. Well, anyway, make a long story short, I had to get a construction loan to 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 build this thing. And like I said, 24%, and you couldn't find any money anywhere. And uh, so my cousin and I, who was my partner, we, we got in the truck one morning, and uh, we started hitting banks, right? Hitting banks, hitting banks. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. The day got, I have to fill in all the details because mm -hmm. it makes the story the, yeah. the way it should be. The day got really bad. It was going to snow. It was dark and dingy and thing. And, and it was being rejected a thousand times during the day was depressing. Mm -hmm. I'm painting the picture. Mm -hmm. We're in the car, in the truck, ready to come home. And I see a, a brand new little small little bank that they just built on a corner. Mm -hmm. I forget where. And I said, Dom, my cousin's name was Dominic. I said, Dominic, we got to stop. We gotta stop here because if we don't stop here, we didn't do shit all day long. It was yeah. all a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You know, he's saying, "Oh man, we ain't gonna get it. We ain't gonna." Go. I said, "No, we gotta stop here. Mm -hmm. At least we we hit every single thing we could do." So, I go. We stop there. I go in the bank. I ask for the president, and the, the girl says, uh, "I gave her my name," and she she says, all right, "Go right in." So I'm wa I walk in the office. And the guy's there behind the desk, 
And all he kept saying was my last name. Mm -hmm. Kept saying, Martucci, eh? Martucci, Martucci, Martucci. Who, which one was your father? You know, which mm -hmm. brother yeah. was your father? Yeah. I said, holy shit, man. I know the family. <laughs> we got the money. Oh, man, that's awesome. All right, here's what it proves. Mm -hmm. And it, it proves it in sports. It proves it in life. It proves it. That last effort, if you if you delay on it, if you don't do it, mm -hmm. you didn't do nothing before that. Mm -hmm. It's a waste. Absolutely. You got to take it to the very end. The very end and the very end. Mm-hmm. Because you never know what's on the tail end. You mm -hmm. don't know. Oh yeah. So and that's 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 the best advice. I mean, that's the best advice you can really give yeah. some people. It's like football. You know, you got that second effort. You're ready mm -hmm. to quit, but you got to come quarter. up with that second yeah, effort. Exactly. And that's what counts. That's the the football example was is one that resonates with me. That was always our big thing in my high school football team, which we I mean we were. Uh, a very good team for our division and it was like you know an important thing to us yeah. but that was our our main thing is we were always a second half team we were always that we right. were always okay. our first half would always be somewhat I don't know the morale would be somewhat down well you see that in the pros too yeah, you see but, that everywhere but it second was always, half first you know the exactly the but beginning. it was it was it was it was, uh, it was proven to us or it was sorry it was pounded into our heads that you know the second half like that is where we come out that the is where we show exactly effort. You know. Now, if you could, uh, well, it's the same. Yeah, you go in the game with with an effort to win, mm -hmm. but that second one, it's hard to come up with that second one because you're beat up. Oh yeah. Okay, you're beat up. You're ready to you're ready to quit, mm -hmm. but you can't. And it's like yeah, like like in your in your exact story you just said, it's like you were you were right at the end. You needed like you wanted. You wanted to give up because it was just such a disappointing day, but well, it's it was like you just wanted that one. Yeah, you want you had to hit that one more, that one more, like last bit. How of could you pass it up? Just think if we passed it up, not this whole story wouldn't even be the story. Mm -hmm. It'd be mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have built the houses. I wouldn't have did. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. If we passed that up, and believe me, we must have hit twenty banks, twenty-five banks. Wow. You know. Wow. Yeah. I mean that's that's, I mean that's a full that's a full day, and I mean I I could see how you get disheartened by. Well, I got to be a real pro at talking to bank presidents, <laughs> though, because in the beginning I'd go in, you know, and I'm, then after a couple of first few, I I right away, mm -hmm. I need to see the president. Mm -hmm. No fooling yeah, around yeah. with an agent and well, this. Well, yeah, yeah, you have to make it seem like you know exactly what you're doing too. Well, that's you learn that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's another. Well, that's another. Yeah, that comes with the experience. I mean, that's that's actually a great it's a great story because, because has, all these other people are buffers for them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they buffer and who who are you to buffer me mm -hmm. you know no exactly exactly you, you you can get straight to the point and that's that's something we got a lot of buffers now some of the stuff that's happening now in my opinion the government doesn't even nobody it, they don't follow through their shit mm -hmm. there they should follow through on and and and, and the, I don't know what it is. They're not doing their job, mm -hmm. or they're incompetent, or it's just like, or, or they got an ulterior motive, or straight up, un yeah, exactly, ulterior motive, or they're straight up just unhelpful. Like I mean, your government should be there to serve the people, but like if they don't want to be bothered. Exactly. If you I mean the, go to the DMV. That's like I hire you, right? <laughs> That's a what? If I hire, uh, if I hire you to yeah. work for me, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
and and you and I tell you stuff to do, and you tell me, hey, don't bother me. <laughs> well, I, you work for me. Yeah. It's not a bother. This is you. You should do what I say. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I mean the government should be there to serve the people. And there's a lot of there's a lot of ways where that does not happen. But we could go forever. <laughs> we can go forever on that. that. But <laughs> I want to take it. I, I still want to keep taking it back uh, to like. I don't know. I'm always. I'm always. Uh, like, I don't know, like obsessed with learning about this, like school life when back when you were in, you were uh, in elementary to yeah, high school. Yeah, I don't school. think that changed too much. Really? So, like, what? Tell me about yeah. your like, like early, early elementary, just elementary to high school like life. How well, was elementary school? You know, uh, one thing I have to say about school life, mm -hmm. the schools were concentrated. Mm -hmm. In other words, they were more like a neighborhood school. I see. So. <laughs> The kids that came to school were more or less in your expanded neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And those neighborhoods then, and they're probably the same right now, they were kind of, um, what's the word I want? Uh, economically uh, separated. Yeah, I see what you mean. By, not on purpose, Yeah. but everybody in this neighborhood was about the same kind of people. Mm -hmm. They did the same work, they made the same money, you know. Like same culture? Same, well, no, I grew up with culture, man. Oh, I see. I grew up with Irish and Polish and German mm -hmm. and Italian. I see. Which is a whole, whole thing in itself that I think people now should experience. I don't oh, know, I, I don't know how they're gonna do that because it's all different. Yeah, but, but I mean, having having a multicultural experience is a very important thing. I mean, you got especially you, now. Yeah, you can't be locked in, you know, just your box. You know, mm -hmm. you got to see the other side. That's so important, and that's something I, I hear a lot about. You know, I hear a lot that being raised as an issue, but I mean, it's also you know, it's 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 just something as a, as I get older, even yeah. going to college, I met. You know, I grew up in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Chicago was very racist in the, all the way. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, even in the fifties. You know, we black people couldn't even. We had lines where they couldn't even cross. Really? Yeah. In Chicago. A viaduct. You know, there. So they, it was like it was pretty much segregated. They were over there. We were over here. You wow. don't come here, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not one sided. Mm -hmm. It was two sided. That's great. And, then so, that, and that was that was Chicago in the fifties. You said. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, it's I. That's I can imagine the. I mean. From, from the 1950s throughout the entire entirety of America <clears throat> to now, I mean, the, the I don't know, the especially uh, racial issue has been... Yeah, well, everything so changed rapidly in the last 30, 40 yeah. years, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, that was rapid. We had changes, but, but you know, probably all throughout history, you know, it changes, it changes, but it's a very slow change. And it works its way into your life slowly, slowly, mm -hmm. slowly. But in the last 30 years or 40 years, we had so many changes so fast. Mm -hmm. People... They, they, well, it, be it became an issue of almost like people... People people today, a lot of the times, they... They... They owe... Like, they get... 
involved in like for example attacking or not attacking but like getting on someone for for example like saying something in a previously in the past that was quote unquote seen as that's racist. ridiculous i know but i'm saying like some people today use that as like an almost like almost as a way for them to gain popularity because they called out this person and you know they got well, this person those out. are the people who think they're perfect exactly and it, it they gets, think they're perfect and anything you did in your whole life the bad stuff they want to bring up to, to enhance the facts yes. that they think they're clean as a whistle, but they're not. No exactly. Matters. It's and those people, those people, you know, people that want to prey on other people in order to make themselves feel better about doing nothing. Well, that's, you know, and that's, that goes for every industry ever. No, that, every that, you know. That's humans. Exactly. And I mean, that just, never that never changed. They're always there. Exactly, and those kind of people, the people that just prey on others. For, yeah. To tear others down in order to make themselves feel better, they're not yeah. going to go anywhere. Well, I always used to tell my kids that, you know, oh, oh, this, this, and that. I said, just remember that in a particular instance, mm -hmm. okay, that guy wants you down on his level. Mm -hmm. Don't go there. Mm -hmm. Bring him up on your level. Mm -hmm. It's a hard job, mm -hmm. but don't go down to his level, you know? And, and a lot of people, they just, you know, to make everything work really nice, you go down to the guys, like, no, 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 you're better than that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. I see. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild the way, the lengths people will go just to, just to make themselves feel better. You yeah. Know, they'll, they'll go after someone, or they'll, you know, try to tear you down. Self-satisfaction. Exactly. Well, they lose, they lose a People that do that, I think uh, they're they lost all their their morals, their Christian upbringing. If they had it, uh, it's got a lot to do with it. That's, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I mean, the upbringing is so important. You know, it's like, and it's like that's a very you know evident thing. And talking about upbringing, you want to be a parent. There's no rules. Mm -hmm. There's no book. That's true. There's that's no true. book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they got these little things. They publish things after the fact. <laughs> you know that how to do this, how to do that. But originally, there's no book, so you're never really nobody could teach you step by step. There's no step by step. You know, I couldn't teach my son. I say, okay, this is when this happens, then then, then this is gonna and and then then, then, then this is gonna happen. No, you, you don't do that because you. Yeah, you don't even out. know it. You're growing up yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's uh, my friend Dom, who who all you you like is the co-host of this show when I'm in Chico. Okay. I remember one time he made a point. We we're talking pretty much about this, and he's like. You know, so many people say like, you know, or so many people go around thinking like, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're 21 years old. You should like have a pretty good, good grip on like these certain things. But he's like, no, he's like, early well, in the he, game. well, he's like, dude, it's like, I'm like the oldest that I've ever been. Like, this is all new to me. I've never, I've and never. It, <laughs> and you know what? And as old as you get, it's all new to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm 77. Mm -hmm. Shit. Every day I read the papers, new, new stuff. I, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you never know everything. I mean, and information that I glean, you know, from internet or whatever is uh, all new to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing that that's the thing that keeps life interesting. I would assume is like it's just you, there's always new stuff out there. There's always new things to be learning or new things yeah, to at least be experiencing somewhat. Yeah. You know, it's just like there's I don't know. There's a lot of stuff out there to be discovered and. Uh, I don't know. It's that's the that's I like, I like to keep my life somewhat 
inter- as interesting as possible. Just yeah. like, you know, just doing things I'm not familiar with. Or some, you know, some maybe if it's even a little. Well, bit yeah, you got it. So you don't like it, you don't like it. They don't do it. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. Try another one. Yeah, try it try out. Try another one. Yeah, but see, kids that uh, that can't experience all that, mm-hmm. they're lacking. Mm-hmm. You know, they're lacking somewhere along the line. They need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's that's such a, it's such an important thing, and it's like, I don't. I, a lot of my life was, a lot of my, you know, a lot of everyone's life is spent like find, trying, thinking like, oh, well, I need to find my purpose or something. I need to, find, but the thing is, it all, I feel like that's just part of the journey just leads well, to Well, you can't, that. you can't, yes, yes, I don't think you should zero in on that and that's your main, main thing because that's detrimental to your mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Because right? then it's, yeah, exactly. Because you're not going to do any, you're going to just, that's all you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. You become an excellent pro or whatever at that, but that's all you want to do. Now, wouldn't you rather be a Renaissance man that yeah. could do all kinds of things? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't do you any good. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to mean it's um, you get a monetary reward for that. Yeah, but you get something for it. You know. Yeah, it's exactly. I just. The experience is, is the, the most rewarding thing sometimes. It's just the experience of like, I don't know, like for me, I, I, I take pride in the fact that I've done a lot of different things. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I've kind of like taken the reins on like, for example, you know, doing, being a part of bands or yeah, making yeah. this podcast or just like, uh, you know, being a part of sports throughout high school and just kind of being able to pave my own way f- for different projects. I mean, right. I, I really like to take on and sometimes take on too many projects and it's detrimental. Right. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I like to fill my time with all these like creative outlets. Yeah. And that's, that's why I think it's like, I agree with you. It's so important to try to get the different. But see, I'm trying all these different things. I'm, me personally, I get bored, mm-hmm. which means that's not something I'm going to hang on to very long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go do something. And I'm all excited and gung ho, and I, I jump in and do it, and then once I got it, you got it, <laughs> it's over. Yeah, that's a shame. I don't know if that's a shame or what, well, but I that's mean, that's been my life more or less. But the thing is, I mean, it's gotten. I mean, you've you've, like, I don't know. You, I've heard, I've heard you talk about just like. Like basically any anything I bring up, like any like like event or something, I'm like, oh yeah, did you hear about this? You're like, I have a story for you because I, well, you know, but I'm saying that's what life. I'm saying. Though. That's 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 important though, you know. That's like a really but that's here's a really what, here's valuable a thing. thing. Here's here's a negative of that, uh-huh. right? You know, you tell these stories. Let's say I, I got with an old crony or something, mm-hmm. or did, did grew up, did the same work. And you're telling your work stories, and uh, where you worked, and I I bounced around so much that it's it's when I talk about it, it's like you can't. How could a person do that mm-hmm. in in that life, a lifetime? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How could you do that? Well, it sounds like I made it all up, right? <laughs> yeah, not true. I actually did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's that's that's the most. I don't know. That's like a very important measure of success for me is the fact that like you because it's like whatever if you like, I don't know for me, like I would rather experience a life 
that I'm like that I look back and I have all these experiences. Yeah, but I, you're gonna lose something. Yeah, but that's well, well, you, you know you're gonna lose uh, you're gonna lose uh, probably earnings. But that's okay. You know what I'm opinion. saying? Yeah. You, there's a price to pay mm -hmm. for uh, go, going forward and trying different things and and just moving on and you know there's a price to pay. Mm -hmm. Now my brother lives in the same exact first house he bought, right? In, in uh, Illinois? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he's, he's 57, mm -hmm. 67, right? Mm -hmm. Same house. That's I could wild. never do that. No, yeah. I, I paid, you know, I lost <laughs> my ass on a selling a house too. Yeah. Here and there and everywhere, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's not me. It's everybody's got their own thing. He's fine. He's happy. He's retired now. He's got that house. It's paid. And then you look back and say, oh, gee, I wish my house was paid. Well, it, it can't be paid because look what you did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You didn't do what he did. All he did was live there, one house, done, never moved, never took a chance on anything. Just one job for 50 years, 47 years. Never took a chance. I'm not. I'm not selling him short. Mm -hmm. I'm just making a point. But it's just you couldn't do that. Like I you, couldn't you, do yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's no, fine. I couldn't do it. But that's couldn't fine because that. The, but that. I lost the stability that he has. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right word. No, that's. I mean, I, I understand that. You know, yeah. I lost some of that. Mm -hmm. He's solid. He's he's real solid. Mm -hmm. Man, you know. But is it worth it? Oh yeah. Would you Would you have been happy? Doing that same job. No, I'd be bored to death. Exactly. So no. it's like you, you would be unhappy. Yeah. You wouldn't. You would have thought that. What if I? What if I have, would have taken this chance? That, that wouldn't know. have worked. For I you. did all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I want to get to actually. So I want to also go back. So you, like you you you've been a part of a lot of different businesses, and you 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 always had kind of a partner, not a partner in the business, but a partner by your side. You had Nana, my, our grandma. Oh, yeah. And so when did you meet her first? Oh, geez, I know Joanna, my wife, since uh, uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade. So in you school. Were like 11? Yeah, it's about 11 years old. So, <laughs> sixth grade. So does it like... But, that... but you got to understand the neighborhoods uh -huh. right? because this is a very hard, uh, big part of it. Mm. You know, we hung around with maybe 15, 20 kids, like every summer night. I mean, in a neighborhood, we were all neighbors. Mm -hmm. We all, we all, they had the same upbringing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's what that that's what the fifties did. Okay. You know, going back to that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we. She was a friend. She was one of the hang around friends. You know? just that no, it's just yeah. awesome. So let me tell you a story. So yeah, here comes please. here comes the time now all right, now she kinda got my eye after a while, as you mature. Mm -hmm. You know, we were kids, eleven years old, yeah. okay, come get yourself into the teens. Yeah. You know, and you're looking at her a little different now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I knew that I wanted her I, I wanted I wanted to tie up with her. Mm -hmm. Uh but it, it, I had yeah, to think like, of that was like what age, like when you first kind of started having the idea, like oh, Joanna. oh something eighteen, <laughs> oh, okay, you know. But here's the here's the problem. I was perplexed because how do you go from a really good friend mm -hmm. for so many years to a lover? 
Mm-hmm. That's a hard point there. So you guys were like, you guys were tight. You guys were 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 fr- like close friends already. Close friends. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's a hard thing. No, hundred percent. To go from that, and now I'm now I'm gonna be a lover. Mm-hmm. That's a know? totally different ballgame. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the transition was a little mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But it, it works itself out. I don't know how works out. I mean, you, how long have you been married now? Uh, fifty-seven. Yeah, so it works out. It's like, <laughs> it works out. Fifty-seven something. years. So I that's. I mean, you guys... I should have traded her in at about thirty. <laughs> you know, I could have got two thirties. I had See, yeah, two thirties. Yeah. Two thirties. I mean, it's, for one fifty-seven, I mean, sixty-seven. Geez. You know, that's some, <laughs> some good numbers. <laughs> so, what year did you and uh, Nana get married? Oh, you're asking me these questions that yeah. uh, all husbands usually forget, <laughs> uh, or just like roughly. Well, uh, nineteen sixty-three. Okay. Okay. Nineteen sixty-three. So that. I mean that's that's it's crazy. Just someone that you you but, knew since you were eleven years old, yeah. and then eventually married for fifty seven years. years. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's just that's I don't know. That's just inc- it's incredible. Well, I, I was married at twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that too. But, but don't don't be all don't don't think that's crazy because mm-hmm. that's Get a what, little, just, just a bit closer to the mic. Don't think that's crazy because in that time of in that times. That's usually what you did. Mm-hmm. You were in your twenties, in your twenties when you got married, uh, or, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's just, about it. That's just crazy to me because it's like I'm 21. And no, I, see, I, I, I've already no, been, I would have been married a year already. I, I that, but that, the thing is, to me, it's like I even have a fr- have friends who are like the, you know 21 and married now. But it's like me personally, I am not. I'm not well, ready. That's everybody's. For it. It's crazy. No, no, I'm, no, I'm just no, saying. Like, no, I'm just no. saying. I don't have like. I don't understand the how that the capacity that like the most people at that time had to get married at 20 years old. Like that's just a crazy thing. Well, and but like the world are, was different. Yeah. Life was different. So you can't you can't put your mind. There's no way you could put your mind back there. I can't. No, I, you I can't. can't. Don't try. Don't try because <laughs> you can't. So what made it? Well, okay, so what were those factors that that made that like kind of the norm? Do you think it's just that it's just what it was? That's just what people did. Everything was limited, so mm-hmm. everything was was smaller, uh, shorter, and 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 a less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have uh, well, uh, we didn't have internet. We didn't yeah, have phones yeah. like that. You know what I mean? We didn't have all the amenities. Computers, we didn't have that, mm-hmm. so our life was kind of smaller than life's now. Oh, I, I can definitely so, imagine. It just—I don't know how to explain that. It just—that's well, the way your it circles works. are smaller because your circles, even in a city, well, when, when, and the girls, women expected to get married. Mm-hmm. See, there was no woman's movement then. Mm-hmm. Now I'll go back to my grandparents. You talk about domination over oh. men over women. Well, because that was like the 20s. Oh, the that's 1900. 1900s. 1900s. 1900, 18, well, 1900s. Like, yeah, that's... Uh, wow. They dominated. Joseph, give me a coffee. Did, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, jeez. That's, that's Where's like, my water? Too much salt. 
Wow. I remember all that. So yeah, yeah, it was like it was like a it was like a, a, a like a, a dominant dictatorship. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Like the the just from the 1900s till the 2000, how much just oh, man. everything socially changed like yeah. so much. But, I probably lived in one of the my generation probably lived in a generation that saw the most changes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of, I, I never, never sat down and wrote them, but it'd be interesting to write down all the major, major changes in society and government and the world that took place in the last, 60 or 70 years. Well, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of history. And most, most notably, uh, you know, somewhat recent American history. Like from like 19, basically from World War One till present day. Yeah. And it's like you've experienced like 80% of that. Yeah, right. First uh, yeah, I never thought of That's, it that way. No, I know. But you, yeah, you've experienced like 80% of that firsthand from pretty much some, like the ends, the very, very end fallout of World War II till, I mean, through the, not, the war, yeah. Korean War, Vietnam. I remember the Korean war. war. I remember when it was over. Really? I was a kid in Korean War, 1950. I might have been 10 years old, mm-hmm. 9 or 10. I think the war was over in 53. Or early 50s, you know. And I remember I was outside playing and the women were yelling, the war is over, you know, in the neighborhood. Wow. Out, out the window, the war is over, the war is over. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, and then was... the, the kid across the street, the kitty corner from me, mm. his brothers uh, were in the war and they came home and man, we, we're looking at all the war gear, you know, they brought with them. Back. Oh, I bet. All I the bet. equipment and all that shit. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's see, that's insane. I had my dad's. Oh, talk about insane! I don't know. We had a lot of floods. Chicago basements flood a lot, mm-hmm. so we lost a lot of stuff in the floods, you know. But I remember he had this cookbook. He was a, he was a, uh, not a chef, but you know. Yeah, but in the in, in, for in, the, in the army. Yeah, because he was a butcher. One day, when they got him, they figured, oh, butcher, okay, we'll put him in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which was lucky for him, because mm-hmm. they were, kitchens were always behind right. the lines. Yeah. You know? But he was, he was out there. Oh, yeah, but behind the lines. Where was, what, like, was he in Europe? In Germany. Germany? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Behind the lines. That's crazy. He sent, my brother has this. He sent home, it was illegal to send stuff, but he got it home mm-hmm. somehow. Piece, pieces by pieces of, uh, he, he told me the story, he says, they came in, they pushed, 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 and they pushed past this uh, castle, you know, mm-hmm. and they were going to use the castle for the backup for the kitchens and, you know, for the, for all, use this castle. It was in Bavaria. Mm-hmm. And he said, when they got in there, the people must have just got out of there. It was a Hitler castle. The he, the silverware he had he sent back Hitler silverware engraved. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh my gosh! My brother wound up with I don't know how that happened. But still, I mean, engraved huge forks like this, heavy. Wow! Silver. Engraved with his name or a Adolf Hitler. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. That isn't that is like a priceless item. Priceless. And that's, yeah. That's un- that's unbelievable. But anyway, he says we got in there just as they were leaving. 
Wow. You know, evacuated. I don't think Hitler was there at the time. But, I mean, it's... it's but it was one of his... Uh, one of his Bavarian places. Bavarian retreats or something. Oh, my gosh. That is... See, this is unbelievable. And then that's... But anyway, I got off the subject. He had a cookbook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you want to read some cookbook. 30 dozen eggs... 100 oh, pounds for, of flour. Like, I mean, cookbook I, for the army. For, yeah, for oh the my army. Gosh. I used to go through that and say, holy shit, you know, a can of, uh, uh, you know, if you're baking stuff, a can of uh, uh, baking powder mm -hmm. or a can. A whole can. Yeah, you know, I'm exaggerating. To make like, well, to make like 200 <laughs> servings or something. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. I don't know the exact numbers, but uh -huh. huge, huge amounts of stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course. They're feeding huge amounts of people. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, and I mean, yeah, they're feeding huge amounts of people that are at war. I mean, that's you gotta have you gotta have a lot of yeah. supplies on hand, a lot of food served. I mean, that's that. Uh, I I just I don't know the the whole. It's I love learning about like about your dad and your mom and just I don't know. It's been like it's a whole part of a whole part of my family history that I didn't know so much about. No, yeah, it's interesting. Really learning about it. And it's a shame we don't get enough. I didn't get enough info from them mm -hmm. when yeah, they were but, alive, you know. Yeah. I should have I should have pressed more. Yeah, I know what you mean, but still, we. I mean, it's like we do know a lot. I mean, and we do know. And plus, just the fact that I was able to, just the fact that I was able to, like, really, like, talk with your mom for a while. Yeah. I mean, like, till I was till I think the last last time I saw her was like I was like sixteen. So, I mean, that was a long, yeah. that's a long time to have a great-grandma, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like pretty much the, I'm one of the only people I know. Great-grandmas. Yeah. That knew her great-grandma. Yeah. And like, like really knew her, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's, I was very fortunate with that. But, um, it's just, I don't know, I want to, I want to get back to, uh, to your, your experiences, like after you got married, and you know you have. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give it to you briefly. And okay. If you, if, if you want in depth of anything, I, I'd be glad to do that. But what happened? I got married. Mm -hmm. Actually, I went to college. Okay. Southern Illinois University. And uh, during that first year, and then I was in love. Mm -hmm. All right. Got to put that together. Mm -hmm. And uh, during that first year. I, I said to myself, I had to make a decision because I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Didn't like school. I I, I said I, I don't I I shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Mainly because I came up in a working family. Because mm -hmm. you only know what you know. You only know what you learned, and you learn mostly from your parents when you're young. Mm -hmm. So I came from a hard-working family. Work. That's what we did. We worked. So I actually had to make a conscious decision whether to stay in school or get out in the uh, in the world and and do something that you know be an entrepreneur yeah. or something. Yeah, something so I, I made that actual. It didn't happen. That's one of the things that in my life that just didn't happen. I had to make that choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? I mean, I feel like some people just it wouldn't work for. You know, I have, I have, I know a lot of people that. I think the whole thing's thing. a scam. Yeah. I think the whole college thing of the pressure to go to college was bullshit. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I know it's gotten a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have that have gone through the whole. What are you doing? Thing. You're going to and, college because you're supposed to. Exactly. I know a lot of people who who never even fathomed the idea of like maybe going to a trade school or even just joining the workforce right off the bat, and instead they wasted basically wasted yeah. thousands of dollars and and four years of their life getting let, a useless degree. Let me digress back before that. Part of part of what made me uh, be that way is I went to a. a Catholic uh, high school for two years, mm -hmm. all boys, and uh, strictly academic stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, the authority was Christian Brothers taught it, and I never could, uh, uh, I, ne I really never could um, bring myself to respect them, mm -hmm. even as a kid. And for what reasons? They were arrogant, arrogant mm. bastards, you know, and they, they weren't even priests. They were like halfway. Mm -hmm. I brother. See. <laughs> I see, halfway. Yeah. I didn't make it, but I got a robe on, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and they were egotistical. They were bad. I, I never... Were they like mean outwardly? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. kind of mean. Yeah, yeah, there were some mean ones. They didn't like me from day one because my cousin went there, mm -hmm. older cousin, and uh, he was out of line or something, and the brother... Slapped him on on the side of his on his ear, and broke his eardrum. Oh! Well, his father was dead. My dad was the more or less uh, the guardian. Guardian, you know, and he went down there and he had a big rouse with them about this. Well, when I got there, <laughs> my name was there before me, mm -hmm. you know, Martucci. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have a chance. <laughs> So they had to pick on me, you know, they, 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 so I had to get out of there. I had to go to my dad. I said, you know, dad, I can't, they're going to throw me out. I think it's the best I transfer now before mm -hmm. I get thrown out. Because that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, and that gets on your brother. Well, I almost made it a fact, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I you know? see, I see. One time a Spanish teacher, he was a bastard. Oh, man. Martucci, you, tomorrow morning, at first thing in the morning, you're going to recite three chapters out of that book. <laughs> so take it home and study. I'm mean, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, okay, this was it. I said, you know what? I'm going to take the book home. But I ain't going to look at it. I'm not going to study it. So when you call me tomorrow morning, I'm just telling you ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that was it. That was it. So anyway, oh, I transferred. So yeah, Best yeah, thing yeah, I ever did. Best thing I ever did. I transferred mm -hmm. to Lane Tech. It was a technical high school. Mm -hmm. Beautiful campus. The building was as big as a college building. Campus was like college campus. Mm -hmm. It was one of the few high campus high schools in the city. And what, what kind of stuff did they have you doing there? Technical. Everything. Yeah, so, so oh, like, you, had your, your, you had your basic... Uh, basic you know, like education uh, stuff. Yeah, education. But mostly technical. So I, like they, what kind of technical skills? Like just oh well, when I, I transferred there as a sophomore, hmm. well you know how you got even college you got to make up shit in order to go to the next. Well, I had to make up wood shop. Wood shop, you know. And I, now I'm two years, three years older than all these other kids in wood shop, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I'm, which I breezed through that. I mean that, that teacher, that teacher even used me, the son of a bitch. I think about it later. I made a bowl out of teak, a beautiful bowl, turned it, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Never saw it. 
Oh, really? He kept it, yeah. Then he used to have me laminating, you know, uh, plastic laminated. Yeah. Uh, he'd be teaching school. No, wait, wait, no. He'd be teaching school. I'd be doing this, right? Yeah. And I was laminating. Well, that was for, I think, back... It was for his, like, side jobs or something. <laughs> so he's like a cabinet. <laughs> I'm making a son of a bitches. And he's, 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 he's profiting. Oh, you man. Know? And yeah. he stole the bowl. I know that. Oh, but anyway, that I digress back there. That was no, fun. but seriously. <laughs> I, that... <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter what year it is. There's all schemers and connivers. In oh, yeah. Every generation and all the way. Well, yeah, and it's like... I, that's something I've taught myself or had to teach myself. It's like not everyone's out there to help you or definitely not everyone's out there no. to help you. And there's a lot of people that want to prey on you and it's a matter of discerning. Yeah, and don't throw the word friend around too much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, a, that's a big one. If you come out of life with maybe two really best friends, you're a really lucky guy. Mm -hmm. Some people only got one, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. So all those friends that you had... They come down to maybe one or two. I see. No, that's great advice. Honestly. Yeah, it's, it's a fact. That's grow. I mean, just like that's that's such a, it's such a huge thing. Like growing up, and even like at, even at like my age of just like, you feel like you have to surround yourself with so many people, and like and like you have to be appealing to so many people. No, reality, no, yeah. no, no. You gotta be what you are. Mm. The minute you deviate from that. The minute you deviate from that, now you're in a dream world. Now you're where you're. You can't keep it straight after a while. It's mm -hmm. you're not you. Yeah. That's that's another thing. It brings up another thing. A lot of the divorces and all that. It, it all comes from these people. See, when you're in a neighborhood, like we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. you know all the people, and you know their families, and you know how they were brought up. And you know what they, how they think, right? But now with the internet, you don't know the guy's bullshitting you. He lies and this. Mm. He says I'm this. I come from here, and he's, he didn't come from there. He came from somewhere else. Mm. And I, I had a mother and father. No, he didn't have it. You know what I mean? Well, it, it's exactly. It's like you, you, with like the internet and stuff like that. Yeah, it's great for connecting you with someone you've never met before. But the thing is, you've never met that person before. Not to mention that you're, or not to mention you're also talking to them without actually speaking face to face. Which there's so much you can gauge off a oh, person, even just yeah, speaking to them eye face to eye, face. man. Because like I mean, yeah, it's like uh, uh, something like, for example, like something like like dating. It's, it's I mean that the internet transformed that completely yeah. to where that's like almost like the norm now, and in, in a sense, not really, but like for in terms of meeting people, that's like what people go to. But but the thing yeah, is, but if you don't lose track. Of, of things. I mean, getting together is one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, how could I say this? And and it might work out, but mm -hmm. you got to give that time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. You and you can't believe everything. Well, yeah. And what I'm saying is that you don't you don't know, uh, like, for example, if you were to get into like online dating or something like that, you start talking to this person on a screen. Yeah, it's or just off the screen, and you don't know. No, like it's, uh, at least it's, something good could come from it. But you that don't person really... you're talking to, right? Mm -hmm. uh, let's just say him or her. Mm -hmm. You're the the information, the feedback you're getting from her, 
is coming in and you're drawing a picture of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A picture of her in your mind. Yes. You know? Yeah. I don't mean the actual image of no, her. No, but exactly. But you, you're getting a personality which could be totally false. Mm-hmm. If they're really good, you bought it. Yeah, and then if they you, sold if, it, and then yeah, if you paint that picture and that's what you think it is, and then you meet the person in real it's life, no different. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly, and that's like so, <laughs> and it's just a lot easier to. I mean, it, in a sense, it's easier to communicate over text just because you can think about what you're gonna say and stuff like that. But the thing at the same time, it's not genuine. No, it's not genuine. You're not on the spot talking to someone having a conversation. And it's where cold. It's, oh, not to change the subject. No, yeah, they got they invented. A hugging via the internet. I saw it. No, I saw it. It's a vest. It's a thing. You put it on, and it's all wired. This is real. And let's say uh, your daughter or your girlfriend is somewhere else. She has one. You put it on, and and then you hug yourself, but the hug is hers. Oh. You're, you're hugging. No, actually, you're yeah, hugging. Yeah, you're yeah, hugging. Yeah, you gotta... But that hug is transmitted oh, to her, and her hug is transmitted to you with the actual pressures and everything oh, that go gosh. along with it. I have not heard of you that. you believe that? <laughs> I saw it. It's on TV. That is wild. Yeah. It's on, it was a commercial? I think so. Oh, my goodness. That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> I had to look twice. I had to turn turn it back and see it again oh because God. it was just out of this world. Oh my gosh. Well, I had to figure out. I, I came in uh, late. It's like a Saturday Night Live. Skit. No, I, I had to figure out. I don't think so. I know what I'm saying. It it's could be. Sound, it I, I just sounds like I it. just hit something. I don't know. Maybe it's not real, but I saw it. Mm-hmm. Let me look that up. Actually, it's a, uh, hugging electronically. Try that. Let's see. The hug shirt. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, the hug shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the hug shirt, Anthony. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, a hundred it's like it's like a real it's like a full shirt. Yeah, but there's oh, sensors in it or something. That's wild. <laughs> how much I'm gonna see how much it goes for. Because you can you can buy one right now. Two hundred fifty G G B P whatever. That oh, is. European something. Oh, it's two hundred fifty pounds. Oh, two hundred fifty pounds. Or, oh, pounds in, in pounds or in England. English I, pounds. I think that's the pounds. So yeah, the little L thing with a B or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about three hundred fifty dollars United States. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. That's wild. Is it? <laughs> that is <laughs> something. So, do you think that those? Do you think those? Uh, those technical high school. Like experience oh. prepared. Do you think that prepared you? Oh yeah. Well, well not only here's what it did. It did what college is supposed to do. It let me see everything that there was that was in. It let me see the whole gamut of uh, of technology. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time. Mm-hmm. In other words, I had wood shop. I had metal shop. I had print shop. Mm-hmm. I had uh, wood shop, metal shop. I had uh, physics. I had uh, geometry. Lots oh yeah, I had all, all geometry all the way up to trig. Oh really? Dude, yeah, and uh, trig. <laughs> um, I like physics. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, you'd use a lot of that, I'm sure. If I mean a lot of concepts from that, at least. 
in terms of like finding like for construction like am I saying it right physics yeah physics like that's the study of like motion and, and yeah, 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 yeah 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 gravity all that yeah. stuff they had us make it this would never happen today huh. never what we made gun cotton it was called, <laughs> really it was called gun cotton yeah it was cotton balls or cotton not balls but strand you know mm -hmm. cotton and I remember, I, I could be wrong, but we used to put it in sulfuric acid or an acid and, and knead it, knead it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Just knead the shit out of it and then dry it. Well, when you burned it, there was absolutely nothing left of it. In other words, when you lit oh. it, not rised. <laughs> No ashes, no nothing. Oh my god! But they used to put that in. Uh, you could make bombs with that. Oh, I, I couldn't. I can imagine. Make That's why I say that they they would never have that today. Oh but yeah, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a lot of. And there's a lot of fascinating things too when you get into that. Like I never knew that sulfur burns underwater. Did you know that? I didn't. I don't know too much about sulfur or so chemistry. You could in take a thing of sulfur, light it. Uh huh. And put it in a beaker of water, and it'll just keep burning. Wow. Yeah. Let's see that. No, that's why. See, I mean, that, that, that's just an example. It's just cool, yeah, cool little knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, physical. Oh, uh, drafting. I had drafting. Which I always never understood drafting. Is that like? Uh, is that like? Drawing. A, drawing, drawing like blueprints. Drawing a plan. Almost? Yeah. Oh, okay. Drafting. Well, before computers, people had to draw the plans. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody has to draw the original, I understand. But they would have to draw plans. Then draw them like to scale. Or take everything. an idea, because drafting is mechanical mm -hmm. or uh, houses. It's not only house plans and, you know, mm -hmm. mechanical drafting. I see. So too. it's for like, you could be like. Guy says, I, I need this. I need this machine to do this, and I want him to, to do that. Well, Somebody's got to go and start making that thing somehow. And the draftsman is the guy that puts it on, you know, takes the ideas and and draws it so that somebody could reproduce it. I see now. I you see. Know. Okay. So, but yeah. It see, seems that, now, I, that reminds me. See, I really wanted to be an architect. Okay. And here's where, here's where the human thing comes in. I wanted to be an architect, right? If, if you ask me then... That's what I want it to be. Well, it happens that you know the counselor they give you when you're going to graduate. Yeah, the guidance you, you give you a guidance counselor. Yeah. Uh, now, this all comes to my to light after, 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 years after. Yeah, as things do. Yeah. <laughs> he was my counselor. And here's what he told me. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that because, you know, half of the guys are just... Don't be an architect. You don't go for that because half the guys just wind up, you know, they, you can't make it. It's too hard. He sold it short. Well, you know why? Because he didn't make it. Mm -hmm. He he was, he, it's like the people we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's like those people we were talking about He didn't about make it. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, you ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That was bad. That was so contrary. It's the worst. It's the worst thing you could do. As well, a, that as a turned counselor. me off of being an architect because mm -hmm. I'm trusting the guy. Oh yeah. And he gave me bad information. Well, he gave me real information, but the way he did it, it was just. He should have just gave me the information. Mm 
mm-hmm. and then make let me make the choice, you know. Yeah. But he's yeah. so emphatic. See, though, uh, that's that's see that I mean, it's like it's exactly like we were talking about earlier. It's like someone those people who maybe they failed at that in the past. So they therefore they want to make sure that you don't you want them as a counselor. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. That or teachers. I mean, like I, uh, like I, I've had I've had a lot of great teachers. And I've had a lot of shitty teachers. Yeah, you know man. that teachers that that I've had teachers in the past because like I had like you know a bit of reputation for being disruptive and yeah, such yeah. as a little kid as you know I was a yeah, little kid, yeah, right. but I had that reputation throughout my school and some teachers like like knew my name from that and then when I was in their class. They just... They started before you did anything. Before you did anything. I know, that's what happened. I was... I mean, I had one teacher, I remember, that literally sat me from the beginning of, of the year in the back corner of the class. <laughs> you know, every couple of weeks we changed desks. So I was always in the back corner. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. we'd have show and tell. She'd skip me. And just... <laughs> she'd send me outside for no reason. She'd like... So, yeah, to the point where it, it just like... It's disheartening, yeah. you know? And all it takes is one... One... One person, whether it be a teacher or just an adult or something like that, as you're a kid, to reach out and be like, "Hey, you should, you know, you should try this. You're, you should pursue this. Yeah, pursue, yeah, yeah. You should, you know, that's all it takes for someone to get." Well, ready. we don't realize uh, the helping hands we get. Mm-hmm. You don't always realize them. You know, you, they come in different uh, forms and stuff mm-hmm. when you're growing up. Things that are really helpful oh, you know yeah. it's not given to you and saying hey this is going to help you mm-hmm. but it, 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 it comes it, years later yeah yeah i remember that yeah yeah see i yeah. do that all the time like yeah. like nowadays where it's like i mean i didn't i didn't think too much of like you know because i'm also somewhat still a kid like i, I don't think about like my childhood all that much and like just the no. way things the way things affected me but then it's like a now being like 21 and like I'll, retros- I'll be retrospective on certain yeah, things well, and I'll think like know. oh I'm so thankful for the way I was raised yeah. in this regard because you or know or they shouldn't have done or that or they shouldn't have done that but <laughs> honestly I'm more I'm, I got more lucky on the where, I got lucky where I'm more like I know for me it's like I'm more like thankful for the way things were and I'm like okay I gotta keep this up you know yeah, what I mean right. it's like I try to hold myself accountable I'm, I'm you know a very like fortunate circumstance but that same kind of yeah, the same kind of thing. It's always retrospective, and you kind of well, you do retrospective all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 a good thing to have that rear sight. I mean, it's better than just well. You look back, and it might help you go forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, when you look back, there's a lot of things that might help you go forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. But I don't dwell on. Uh, and you know what? I don't have any regrets. Well, good, because I don't think... No regrets. Things could have been better at times, but I did what I did, and I did it. That's the that's the most encouraging thing. It sounds like Pee Wee... Um, uh, <laughs> oh, I know it's on the tip of my tongue, too. Uh, Not Pee Wee Herman. No, no, uh, <laughs> no, the, the catcher. Um, you know, Deja Vu all over again. What's his oh, name? Oh, man, no, no. God, I can't think of it. Oh. Was it the announcer? Or? No, he's a catcher. Oh man, I'm a famous catcher. Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. Ah, uh, okay. This you is Pee Wee Herman. I was no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did what I did, and I did it. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, that's but the, like, I don't know, like that. That's so encouraging to me, and I, I'm sure 
pretty much anyone in like my circumstances because like like I'm at this point where it's like I have I have all this like like time ahead of me that I don't know what it what it's going to oh, be. Oh, don't go of. too far ahead. Well, I know. I exactly. You got to go ahead. Exactly. You got to go you gotta ahead. Plan but like, ahead. But... At the same time, it's like I get so rung up on like I want to make sure my life is like fulfilling or like ha- like make sure I'm doing what I want and like or make sure at least at the end I have that I could say that like I don't well, have you know you know how you do that. You just stick to the basics of life. Yeah. Honesty, you know, you just stick to the real core and then don't worry about it mm. yeah, that's oh man i gotta keep that in mind <laughs> i gotta yeah. keep that no in mind. why why would you worry about it well because i worry about no. everything no no here's anthony and this is him all right mm. that's him well if he stays anthony his whole life is going to be anthony mm-hmm. but he's got to be ready to take what comes. Yeah, whatever comes. You got to be ready. So you got to, you know, yeah. yeah. That's like when you make a stand. Anybody that makes a stand better be ready to take the consequence. Mm-hmm. Or don't make the stand. Yeah, you have to be yeah. all in for it's it. It's like I meant it. When I told that cop to lock me up, or I'm going <laughs> yeah. home. Or I meant it. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I wasn't I bullshitting them. You're going to have to do this. <laughs> for you, that was, that was when we were coming during the... What was the, the year? Fire. Was that? 2007? The fire? Yeah, it was 2007, 2000. Yeah. I remember I was in second grade and we were, the, the whole, like, all, all of Valley Center, all of Valley Center was on fire. We had to come back to get, I think we were getting like medication. It was over, it was towards the end. It was towards the end. We were getting like, we had to get like medication or something like that. I don't house. remember why, but we had to get here. Yeah, and the cop wouldn't let us pass and he almost went to jail. <laughs> But it was, I mean, that's one of, that was a core memory. I still remember yeah, that, yeah, actually. Yeah. I guess I could still picture that exact day, being in the back of the car. And you know what? I didn't plan that. Those are the things that, <laughs> those are the things, the stands that you take, like, yeah. immediate, right now. Well, I mean, we got through, too. No, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, I didn't say, I'm getting out of the house. I don't care what happens. I'm going to, I never even thought of that till the guy stopped me. Mm-hmm. So that was spontaneous, mm-hmm. but that was me, real, real me, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, we got. I remember being able to go past, and we got our stuff, so we could, it worked out. <laughs> I was just, oh man, that was that was a core memory. I, I definitely remember now. But what, so we, what, when were you? When was your first time applying those like entrepreneurial skills? Like, what was your first? What was well, the I first thing out, that you started? With? I uh, I started out with, or I quit college. Okay. Right. What year, or like roughly? Oh, what, I didn't even day? finish a year. Oh, so this <laughs> no. is, but this is nineteen sixty something. This is nineteen. I was married in sixty three, sixty two. Okay. Sixty three, early maybe. I don't know. Okay. And uh, oh, I quit. Now let's see. I got it. This. The sequence here is, uh, I got to remember. No, I you're did. good. I went, um, I opened the deli. I opened the deli before I was married. Oh, okay. I was 20 years old. I opened this delicatessen, mm-hmm. you know, just a store, you know, upscale kind of, upscale kind of 
grocery store. Just like in a basic grocery store, or like, no, like a deli, like, a deli. That's just, it. You so know, just yeah, meat. upsale stuff. I see, I see. Uh, okay. Odd stuff, you know, stuff you only could get at a deli. Gotcha. Okay, so I got this is going on a different tangent of a story. No, go for it. So I'm ready to open this place, right? And uh, is this your is this your first business that you that you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you did answer my question. Uh-huh. You did answer the question, but go on with your story. Yeah. So I'm ready to open a place. And the bread guy, you know, he had to buy rye bread and all that. And the two major rye breads were Jewish-owned mm-hmm. companies, you know, Jewish rice. And he says, "Hey, what do you?" We, I said, well, "This is going to be a deli." He says, "You know, you got to, you got to make it a Jewish deli." I says, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, because all the Jews are moving from Skokie, which mm-hmm. is east, uh, what, east of Chicago or northeast, and they're moving straight out here where I was." Mm. Right. Well, that's the time when I thought locks were on doors. You know, I didn't know they were fish. Mm-hmm. That's how naive I was. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I'm switching now. I got a Jewish deli, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I open up and I'm doing business, no problem. Uh, at the time, I had uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in because it's important mm-hmm. when, when I get to this. I I, I used to wear. Uh, Horn rim glasses. Mm-hmm. All right, so I opened a place, 20 years old. Yeah, and uh, so I opened up, we're doing business, and uh, okay, so now I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm, I was engaged when I opened, mm-hmm. so we're gonna get married. So I'm telling you, uh, I'm t- the customer ladies come in, and you say, yeah, I'm gonna be getting married here pretty soon, you know. This day, my mom, my mom's gonna stay here at the place, and they say, "Well, where are you getting married?" And I tell them the church, church. They thought I was a Jew. See, very clannish. I see. Jews are very clannish. They always were. Now, you know, like everybody else, they they lost some mm-hmm. of it. But uh, oh man, they've been shopping with me for. How long? And, and they, they thought know. I was a Jew. Now they find out I'm not. You know, it didn't matter, but it was shocking. Did it, did, did it was shocking it, to them. Did it Did it affect your relationship no. with them at all? Like, did no, they, no, did they no. Not it like was you? just shocking. Oh, I it was see. shocking because you went undercover yeah, for a while. Yeah. It was. <laughs> so, so how long do you have the deli? Had the deli for about a year, something only, because they tore the street up. Mm-hmm. Long story. Tore it up, dirt, matching, can't get to it, you know. Yeah, and, if it's not accessible, it's... And a greedy landlord who owned a grocery store down the road, and he and that was his property, and he he thought it was, a, he wanted to cut in on that. And so it was a lot of things. I see, I see. So then I got a job with uh, Dominic's Finer Food, which is probably, to give you an idea, was probably... Uh, it was bought by uh, the major ones now, mm-hmm. but he had like 25 stores. But I I got a job with him, just uh, a deli worker behind the counter mm-hmm. on the busiest store they ever had. The busiest store. Mm-hmm. It was in uh, River Forest. And just to give you an idea, 15 to 18 guys waiting on the counter Mm-hmm. 15 to 18. Wow. Waiting on the counter on a Saturday. Wow. Three guys in the back, just just prepping, opening hams and just prepping it. 
and it would get so busy I was gonna say, that we didn't have time to take potato salad out of a five-gallon bucket and put it in the counter. Just go straight uh, yeah, the yeah, we did. They had the buckets all out there. Anyway, that paints a picture. So yeah, I, I worked. see. I worked my ass off. Jeez, and uh, that's, that's, then they made me a manager. Small store. At, at, at Dominic's? Yeah. Oh, I see. Then I was a deli manager. And uh, they gave me this second, second largest store. Wow. You know, I had like 12 guys working for me. Wow. And I'm I'm only 20-something, 20 21, and I got all these old bastards just trying <laughs> to get a piece of me. They hated that. I was going to say, how oh, was that? Oh, <laughs> was a rough one, boy. You had to be a bitch. You had to be a bitch. You had to show them that you could fire them in a minute. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, you know what they, I mean? they have to be able to. They yeah, they were all after me. Why should I be that? Why should I be that young and have that position when they've been doing this shit for 10, 15 years? Well, if you're the you right man I mean? for the job, I mean. But it was over my head a little bit. I was a little bit. It was over my head. But and this was like a family. Uh, this is when they had like only six stores. And it was more like a family kind of owners. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they came to me one day and they said, Len, you know. I think we, we think you need a rest because I might have been going off the wall a little mm-hmm. bit you know you don't know it if you are mm-hmm. the person that's getting a nervous breakdown he don't know it mm-hmm. somebody else knows it yeah but somebody I mean, sees place, you a place that busy it's probably hard not to yeah well anyway they say oh you need a rest uh, yeah. you want to go to the farm he had a nice farm someplace I didn't go there but mm-hmm. uh, so they gave me a smaller store which was nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like gravy. Same money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you that's know? nice. Yeah, just less stress. I had a, one store. I had a small store, small counter. I had, on a Saturday, two other guys. Mm-hmm. During the week, one other guy. And we were there, you know, and mm-hmm. it was an easy run. I'm from 15 to 2. You know, that's, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And it was the same a, pay, though. That's nice. I retired with the same money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, awesome. so I still had the urge to go in business by myself. I still had it. Mm-hmm. I had to do it. So I found this restaurant on uh, way south in Chicago, 103rd Street, Helen's Eat Hardy Restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought that, and I took had this little butcher, uh, little helper guy. I took him with me, you know. Mm-hmm. And their restaurant had uh, 12 seats at the counter and a a dining room with six boots, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a. You came there, Anthony, in the morning for breakfast. There'd be a whole row of guys behind you waiting for your seat. <laughs> I'm not shooting you. Wow. And there'd be guys behind them, right? Yeah. I had two waitresses, one, two waitresses, one for the dining room, one for the counter, I'm myself. And busier and shit, man. Oh my gosh, it sounds like Alan Z. Hardy. Old Polish lady I bought it from. Really? Yeah. That's 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 just so cool. I mean, you just you saw an opportunity. So then, but the neighborhood then started getting started to change. Mm-hmm. Neighborhood changed. I got robbed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got robbed again. Okay. Really? Like people at the restaurant? Yeah. Or people come in and rob you, or like after? Like no, after. After it, hours. To steal all the food, steal whatever money. Yeah, we well, got so bad, you know. The guy I took with me, he wanted the place no matter what. So, you know, I kind of sold it to him, but I, I didn't make no money, mm-hmm. you know. 
So he wound up, I gave him the place, more or less. Yeah. A little, yes. few dollars changed hands. I see. But then he didn't last long, and I, I try to tell him that it isn't worth it. But he's a little Greek guy. Mm, so he's persistent to, persistent to take it? Or to, like, to, I, to get it I, from I, I told him it wasn't worth taking. Yeah, he's just persistent with it. But he wanted it, yeah. you know? Yeah, if you wanted it, I mean, there wasn't much you so, could do. You can't keep telling anyway. But so what, what, what happened after uh, that was... Then so, I became an apprentice rod man, which is an apprentice to a surveyor. Surveyor? What, what's a surveyor? Land surveying. Okay. But it was in buildings. I see. Surveying. I know, see. Like a land surveyor. An apprentice. Okay. I think I made three dollars or something. <laughs> three dollars. Three eighty-five an hour. So what was the was there there wasn't a, was there a minimum wage then? No, that was no, a, I don't think so. I don't oh, know. Three eighty-five an hour. Three eighty-five. Anyway, I did that. I did that. I did that. Mm -hmm. Then I was uh, uh, see there was three stages. There was uh, a a rod man that was in like an apprentice. Then there was a instrument man. That's the guy. That's the guy that... Uh, An instrument man? Instrument. That's okay. the guy that looked through the instruments, mm -hmm. you know. And then there was the party chief. So I become a party chief. So I had a, uh, I had two guys working on high-rise. You know, that's a whole other story. I can imagine. Well, that was back before OSHA, <laughs> before all the... Well, I was on a job where the first OSHA inspection Oh, ever. really? Guy came out, and his name was Brinkman. I'll never forget it. And he had a secretary with him. And uh, it was downtown Chicago, big construction company. Uh, and he started going through the building, you know. And it was like a 60-story building. Jeez. And uh, starts picking shit apart, picking shit apart. I mean, fighting everybody. And, and, well, I, all right, here's, here's, what, here's what it came down to. The government didn't know anything about anything. So what they did is come in there, find everybody so that they would come and protest, and then they would learn After real stuff. Yeah, I see, I see. Yeah, that's how they work. Government mm -hmm. don't know shit. <laughs> they find it out from the people. Mm -hmm. So they worked all that out. Anyway, how do we get out of that? Well, I was going to say, because they, well, yeah. No, yeah, I was just saying, like, you're working on these, like... I've been like, up... Yeah, you were saying, these 60-story buildings. Oh, I've been up uh, John Hancock, 100 stories. John, oh, my gosh. 100 so you, stories. And you're not, you're without any... No, just up there. How? How do you do that? You got to be young and stupid, number one. Yeah, but, like, I can't even fat... Like, like, like I, uh, heights is, like, my biggest fear, first of all. But it's all it's all relative. What do you mean it's no, all relative? You no, just no, no, no. You're not worried about the height. You're worried about falling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. You don't worry falling about falling off of the height. Yeah. No. 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 You can't go up there worried about falling. But it's it's tricky. I used to get up there sometimes, and you, and you would brace to the wind. Yeah. The you know? wind. The, the, the Chicago. And then it stopped. Wind. Then the wind would stop. Oh. And you and you'd have to re re brace. I used to take the instrument and set it up on a three tripod, you uh -huh. know. I'd set up on one leg on three beams, you know, intersection. Yes, beam yes. Beam intersection. Stand on the one beam, leg, leg, leg. Set it all up, get it running, and you have to bend over. Oh my God! It's like making me, making me yeah. like 
but anxiety it's right now. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, been, I've been that high, and I've been underground. How far underground? Oh, like, 50, 60, 70. Oh my, tunneling. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I've been all the way up and all the way down. I mean, it's like... It, you had to have, like there there had to have been people that had like fallen off. Oh yeah, I've seen some. Oh my goodness, it's like yeah. that's just I I don't know I can't imagine being. Just, when you just, get way just, up there, no those. matter even when you get way up in the atmosphere, you know that stuff used to get uh, icy. The beams yeah. used to get slick. Well, into Chicago, the, the mist winter and... from the lake, the mist would get on it, freeze, you know. So that's just the possible risk of that is enough to me not even like to think about it. But that's oh, I've just... seen a guy get killed. I've seen a guy fall. Saw a guy impaled with rod, rebar. You oh know, my fell. Goodness. I mean, it's like it's yeah. That's a it's a whole. I mean, there's <laughs> got to be there's got to be a lot that you'd see just at a construction site, let alone like all the different jobs you've had. But yeah. I mean, and, and but just to be a part of the construction of those. You mean you, construction of some buildings that you still. Walk around in Chicago, you can still see those buildings. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean that's insane. Oh, that's I had a job before. I had a job. One of my first jobs before I got married was with. Uh, uh, it was just a job. Um, Spalding? No, not Spalding. Who makes the pro ball? I forget now. Uh, Wilson. Or Wilson. Wilson. I had a job at Wilson. Uh huh. You know, piecework, piecework job. The more you did, you couldn't take a pee because you lose five dollars. You know, it was just how many you could do. And uh, my job was that they give me a oh this big size of this table, three feet high, full of balls, deflated. You know, and I'd get them and I'd have to put them on. I had a, a pedal and a, a, a filler. I boom, fill the ball, hit the pedal. It was already set for the for the certain psi. Or psi, whatever. yeah. And then in the meantime, I while I was working, that was happening. I would straighten all the laces, you know, mm-hmm. clip them and tuck them under, uh, art them, mm-hmm. clean them all off, and uh, Send throw it them on. in another. Get to keep going. Cool. So it's like it's like a factory job almost. Yeah, yeah. It was just a job. Wild. Then I got on the pro ball. See, they paid more. <laughs> the pro balls, you had to take them, fill them, do the laces, and the quality of the stuff is much better. Mm-hmm. You do the laces, then you had to roll the ends. And I had a steel plate there, mm-hmm. and to take the end of the ball and, and round it off, both ends. Oh, because, okay. well, when they make them inside out, mm-hmm. and then when they turn them, those are hard, pointy, pointy, pointy. Roll them and then uh, uh, wax them and buff them. Yeah. Wow! So you, you, had, you had the whole the whole process of making a football. Yeah. That's... Well, they you know they had the lacers. Mm-hmm. They they were all in a line. Mm-hmm. They had uh, oh the the they the stamping, they'd stamp the patterns of the leather. You know, then it went to the sewers. They put them together, all the four sections. Then and now they're inside out. Then it went to the bladder people. They take it and turn it right side in and put the bladder in. And then it went to the lacers, and they'd lace them all up. You know. Mm-hmm. Then it came to me. Crazy. That's <laughs> that's wild. See, I never even never even thought about like all, and, you know, all this stuff. You know, they used to sell me the business. seconds. 
Oh, really? Well, they would sell the seconds, you oh, know. Oh, that's cool. Irregular. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I had tennis rackets and <laughs> footballs and all kinds of stuff in my trunk one time. And I get stopped by a cop. And they thought I stole it. <laughs> I said, no, man. I got, oh, you got a receipt? I said, no, this is from work. They, you know. Mm -hmm. This is from yeah. work there, yeah. What, that did nothing happen? No. Oh, lucky. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. I had That's a ball. Weird. Nick ruined it. My son ruined it. I had a signature ball. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You know, suede kind of leather. Beautiful mm. ball. Was it one of those, like, white white and... No, uh, it was a beige kind of. Oh, uh, okay. I know, light, I know what you mean. It was a signature ball. Yeah. Where they would sign. Mm -hmm. And Nick would play with it and the thing and ruined it. You know, it wasn't made... The leather was not made to play with it. Mm -hmm. I see what you mean. Oh, that's unfortunate. Signature ball, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, that's, uh, oh, I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah, go you for and it, me. Go for just, it. No, go for it. So I get these balls, a regulation, right? So every once in a while, they run a run of junior balls. Uh -huh. So I get this run of junior balls. I forgot to change the uh, PSI. <laughs> no, I didn't change the PSI, so I put the ball on there. Man, that son of a bitch exploded <laughs> the whole place. Everybody stopped working. <laughs> But we took the remnants of the ball. Yeah. Check this out. None of the stitches came loose. The leather ripped. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, so those stitches yeah. were, were masterfully made. They were. The leather ripped. But wow. I'll never forget that. It blew up. That's, oh, it's it was probably so loud. Scared the shit out of everybody. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's, yeah. I, if I explode a paper bag, I mean, that's loud enough. I can't imagine a leather yeah, ball. Yeah, that's funny. Oh man, that's see. It's, uh, I digress. <laughs> well, so when so when you you eventually moved to Denver, was it? No, no, I didn't get there yet. No, but I'm saying like eventually, like oh, after, eventually, after, I moved in Denver. Once you once you had kids. Well, and, the Jimmy Carter story. Mm -hmm. Okay, I told you the Jimmy Carter when he was in yeah. power lost. That's when I had a move. Mm -hmm. I see. That's when I moved. And you were, it was Denver, correct? I moved to Denver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she, well, I had a neighbor uh, in Illinois, and this guy, Michael Zizzo, he was uh, he owned uh, all the hair cutting places in all the major malls. Oh wow! And he was the first one with unisex hair. Mm -hmm. You know that was it. Never used to be. Mm -hmm. You know he created it. Like used to go to a beauty shop or a barber. Mm -hmm. He's a guy put it together, unisex hair, in the malls. Guy was doing like three, four million dollars a year. Wow. And at that time, that's like crazy. Yeah, so he that's sells crazy. the place, and he's kind of retired, young, mm -hmm. my age. Mm -hmm. No, younger than me. Mm -hmm. And uh, he moved to Denver. And they keep calling me, Len, 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 we got to open a restaurant here. we got to open a restaurant here. And, you know, I put it off, put it off. And then, then it got so bad that I had to get out of there. So uh, now, I he, I took we were partners, and the reason I had him as a partner is because I figure anybody that can make do three million a year, he's got some shit together. Yeah, probably, right? probably. Biggest fucking phony, really? ever in the world. Really. I don't know how he did it. Uh, he, he was a name brain. Wow. He fooled the shit out of me. Wow. Fooled me. You know, the guy would, uh, 
we changed bank accounts in the restaurant one time and he wrote all the checks out of the old account. And this is quite a while afterwards. I mean, just stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Forget his keys. He'd be locking up at night. Forget his keys. Call me up. I'd have to go down there. I mean, the guy was... Just all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, so you, you did eventually start a restaurant in oh, yeah. Denver? Right when, you, right when you got there? Yeah. And what was it called? Zucci. Zucci's it was uh, Martucci. Uh, Zucci. His name. Michael Zucci was his name. Mm -hmm. Zizzo. Michael Zizzo. Zizzo and Martucci. So we took the Zucci, you know. Oh, that's cool. Pizza, actually. pasta, and subs. Brand oh, new building, brand new shopping center, right on a corner. Wow. Had a corner corner spot, you know. That's that's awesome. So it was the restaurant. Was the restaurant game something that you always find yourself kind of coming back to? Food and restaurant. Yeah. Food and restaurant. Yeah. As it seems, I mean, I know it's. Well, I, I think I made one mistake in my life. I gotta say. Hmm. And maybe not. I don't know hmm. if it was a mistake or not. But I had a choice. I could do two things good. I could do restaurant or I could do construction. Hmm. Right? And I chose construction. Hmm. But I could have went either way. I didn't choose restaurant because I didn't didn't like the fact that I was in one place for 12 hours. I completely Under fluorescent that. lights. Yeah. And I never saw anything. You know, I didn't yeah. like it. I was constrained. You're not out and about. Yeah, I, I know. Ex yeah, that's definitely, that's one thing when I worked in a restaurant, you know, for eight hours a day, five, five six days mm -hmm. a week, you're in the same spot indoors. You're not going. Nothing. You don't yeah. see anybody. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't get an experience outside of that restaurant. Right. Exactly. And it's like. I don't know, that was the one that I, I can definitely understand why that would be kind of, kind of like want, making you want to get away from that a little bit. I, so when I, I used to go to other restaurants to eat. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I'd go to another restaurant and have dinner. Mm -hmm. I'd smell that stuff all I mean, day long. You can't eat it. Well, it's like I mean, it was good, but, but if you're around it it's like day. I ate. Yeah. I, I was eating all day through my nostrils. Yeah. You know? Oh, because and also it's like the last thing you do after cooking all day is want to cook more, you know? or for me at least. I yeah, that. no, I used to, you know, yeah, I'd go out every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go to the Rockies after lunch. The Rocky, the mountains. Oh, oh the, the, after the, I had a spot the, there, Anthony. You talking? Are you talking about the Rocky Mountains or yeah. the, the baseball team? Mountains. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd go up in the mountains. Yeah. At, wow. At, in the afternoon, after lunch, when it all settled down. I get out. I take an hour. I go up there, park my car, sit on a rock. I'm talking about the Rockies. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, I used to go to Redwoods, Redwood, mm -hmm. Redwood State, uh, Red Rock. Red Rock, yeah, yeah. Up in Red Rock and sit on one of those rocks mm -hmm. and just look at for way out there, and just. Do just nothing. Gaze. Yeah, yeah. You just get mindless, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, yeah. that's nice though. Yeah. It's like getting back to just reality a little bit yeah. and just taking time for yourself. I love doing that kind of stuff. I mean, I could spend I could spend a whole day by myself, even just like sitting yeah. around certain places. Well, especially if you're in places where you get awesome. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, when I first saw the ocean here, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. The Grand Canyon is awesome. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Have you ever have you ever driven up like have you ever been like to the mid midway through California and you look like like, or, like if you're on the Pacific Coast Highway taking that route, oh yeah going up that, oh yeah that is like that's awesome most, down there exactly I mean, all the way up beautiful when you get a Murrow Bay and all that oh Murrow Bay is there. one of my favorite places in yeah. California like it's such a small little the lighthouses yeah oh my yeah. gosh that that I agree it's like awesome yeah. it's a, but it's rough weather up there though. Most of true. the time. That is true. Yeah, you got the wind. You get, uh, it's cold, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's windy. Well, at least when we were there, you got the ocean wind. Uh, I didn't like, I, I, I'm not a damp guy. We lived in Oceanside. Mm -hmm. It was too too consistent and too damp for me. Really? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a guy that can live on the coast or on a boat. I'd like to think that I could live on the coast, but A, it's expensive, and B... I go to the school. Weather's the weather's always the same. State. Yeah, I know, but I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a gloomy morning every single morning. Oh, and, not me. I oh, I love sun. that. If I, I if I could be by the beach. Oh, I got to have sun. Yeah, I'm a sun yeah. guy. Well, Leo, I got to have sun. <laughs> yeah. There's something about it that I, I, I'm not just making it up. I just could sit in the sun and just get like, I could feel the sun coming into my body. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, other people probably well, feel the same and, way, but but no, it's a very. I mean, it's, it's, some people hate the sun, but I can tell. I, I mean, I love the, I love being in the sun too. The same thing. It's like you feel more alive. But I've been going to the beach since early teens in mm -hmm. Chicago. We take the bus. You know, Chicago. You've been to the lakefront in Chicago. I was really young. Oh, Chicago lakefront looks like our beach. Mm -hmm. Big gold. You can't see the other side. That's you know? crazy. I mean, you can look out on the water. You can't see the yeah. other side. Yeah. And then you got the sand is just like this. It's unbelievable. Naturally, just all sand. You could see the other side because in the morning, on the one building we were doing, they put the portable toilets. They'd go up. You know, they'd be like right under the iron workers. Mm -hmm. They'd move them up. So this must have been on the 40, 50, 50th, where the, where the temporary toilet was, you know? Yeah. And I'd go up there to take a crack, and I'd open the door I, early in the morning. I'd prop the door open, and I'd be looking out on the lake, you know? And I could see 60 miles. I could see the water towers in Michigan. Oh my gosh. From there. Yeah. 60 at 60 miles across. Oh my well, I'm Milwaukee at 60 miles. But still, I mean, just <clears throat> to have that experience of like, like being 60 stories up, taking a crap first of all, and then yeah. you can open out and see. Yeah, I, I okay. watched the whole you know, vista. Oh my gosh, let's see that. That alone is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like no one could do that anymore. <laughs> no. No, you, I mean you're, you're probably one of the only post, only people I'll ever be able to speak to that has done something like that. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. Try and duplicate that. You can't. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you cannot. Oh, man. I mean, it's... There's so... Yeah, there's so much... There's, there's a lot of things in your life, anybody's life, that you can't duplicate. No. You know, if you think about it. There's no, certain it, things that... It's just one time. And it's... Yeah, it's kind and of... And if you go try and duplicate it, not the same. It's not worth it. It's no, not it's not the same. It's not the same because it, and it makes it not worth it to even yeah. try to duplicate it. Well, so it, after all of this, after all of this experiences and all like the different different things you've done, and we only touched the surface of it a little bit, but like, what would be your? 
don't know, what would be your like big takeaway that you that you pass on to the next person? What's your big takeaway from all this experience? I know you you've given probably five great takeaways this entire time we've been talking, but like if you had to like basically give some sort of just advice, I guess. Well, you got to try and do. I don't know. See, it could be different for different people. Well, okay, but like, for, but, so uh, how about how about that? Like, what's what's just the just any word of advice you give to someone my age, or just like someone who's just kind of starting out, not really getting, they don't really know what the path is, they don't yeah. really know what lies ahead, obviously, but like, well, after, I would say never stop learning shit, mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, do due diligence on things you're gonna wanna do. You know what I mean. Do look into stuff heavily. Make sure you're doing it right. Uh, you're gonna make a decision to do something. You gotta know the consequences. Right, good, bad, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And and if there could be bad consequences, you gotta be ready to take them. I'm talking from an entrepreneurial point of view. You got to be ready to take the consequence, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's bad. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you got to be ready for that, mm-hmm. you know. Just like there's so, but there's so much to just learn over. It. And like I feel like you know, it's my favorite thing talking to people who, like, yeah, are just more experienced than me and a lot of just other things. Even even people who are my age and just more experienced than me and like a lot of other things. Well, you learn a lot of stuff just by talking. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, Talking and listening. There's many times where uh, if I had to do something uh, intricate or whatever that needed brain work, my last thing I would have to, I would like just to, all my ideas and stuff, but I'd like to give them to somebody. Mm-hmm. Talk mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. Because when I talk them out, I'll make changes. I see. If I can't talk them out, well, that's you that's, can put it on paper, yeah. but it's not like saying talking it out to somebody, even if they don't give a shit about what you're saying. Well, hey, that's exactly what that's the whole idea of like a podcast, in a sense. It's yeah. like you have an unfiltered, unfettered conversation that you can just you can go for an hour, you can go for three hours. It does no, there's no, you know, FCC saying you can you can only do this. Yeah, you know, there's no like. The podcast government saying like you can only do a podcast. Not this yet, way or anyway. Something. Not yet, anyway. It's <laughs> on its way. But like that's the you know that's the beauty of that. So it's like I find myself even when I'm just talking, like if I'm recording stuff, even when I'm completely alone, I just talking, speaking about yeah. whatever issue I'm on helps me work things out. You know what is a good show now is this Tucker Carlson show that he has. Uh, I think it's a streaming. I'm not sure, but he does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the, on the air. Absolutely, just and like he, a almost like a monologue in a sense. Well, he just but he gets see he gets some very interesting people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to talk to, mm-hmm. and I could tell, as smart as he is, he's always learning something from these people, mm-hmm. something different, something different. It's it's, it's you know, mm-hmm. which is what were we? Well, we just got and just all about you just gotta keep learning. Yeah. That was that was the yeah. big thing we were you were talking about. And it's like, but don't have any regrets. Yeah, try not to. Mm-hmm. Don't I mean, get don't get rung up on the past kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, your mistake, you made it. Mm-hmm. Go on, carry on. 
There's nothing. You ain't gonna get it back. You just try not to make all the real bad ones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't don't end up in jail for too yeah, long. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no. So that's. I mean, that's the most sound advice I could give. Like literally, I'm, I always get so wrung up on the fact of like. I hope I'm doing this right kind of thing. And then it's like everyone everyone I know well, no, has that same <laughs> that same thing. But I just you know, you just gotta be able to make your decisions. If it's the wrong one, you learn from that and you go on. And there's something to say for spontaneity, but I don't think you should operate too much on spontaneous spontaneity. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. gotta do some kind of homework where you're gonna make a decision. You just can't just okay, now I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta you gotta run it through your mind a couple of times, mm. and uh, if your mind is in order, you'll be all right. If your mind isn't in yeah. order, you're gonna make a wrong. I don't know what else to say. I mean, you gotta be gotta have some good uh, guts and or upbringing. Good intuition, to, yeah, you, you, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's. It's a it's a long thing to learn, but like you said, like talking with people or yeah. just talking talking people, you might be the most experienced in something, but you're not experienced in everything. No, no, no. You know, no, it's no, like no. you gotta just you gotta talk to people who are experienced in life or just Yeah, it's like here's a story. Uh one time I was on this beam on the outside. I was about sixty floors up, something like that. And I had my toes hanging over. Okay. I took a picture with my toes hanging over straight down. I gotta find it, it's around mm-hmm. here someplace. I got, I got off the track. I was standing on this beam, looking out, and my thoughts went to, I wonder how it would be to just jump off here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just... Just, it always pops in your mind. It wasn't mind. suicidal. Yeah, but it always pops in your mind. It was something, you know, yeah. hey, jump off. And, 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 yeah. So, okay, I had that thought, put it away, mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. I'm watching TV one night, and it was a play, and it was a, a family in New York, and the guy was an iron worker. Mm-hmm. The husband or the uncle, whatever he was. And he's explaining this exact same feeling to his wife or girlfriend, I don't even mm-hmm. remember. Which made me think, you know, that's, that's a normal thing. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you would never do it. Yeah, but it's just that nagging thing in the back of my mind, like, what if? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the what if. Yeah. I jump, how would it feel? How would it feel of floating down there? Well, you could do it, but you'd have to have a parachute to do it again, <laughs> you know? That's my friends have skydived and they say that it's like the most amazing feeling ever. But I wouldn't want to do it without a parachute. No. <laughs> no, but it's I've I've had that same thing. Whenever I'm looking over the like I, I don't even I can't even put myself to the edge of things just because it's that's literally makes me dizzy to even yeah, see but, heights. But here's but, something ironic. Now, my age, or even last five years ago, I could get on a two story scaffolding like on a house mm-hmm. just two stories i'm shakier and shit mm-hmm. i'm i'm really nervous right now put that figure that out figure that out figure that out same brain same body as before mm-hmm. but a totally different feeling that's it's wild nothing happened to me to 
to made me afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if I fell or something or you know yeah. something, then I'd be afraid. Uh, but no, no, nothing happened like that. But I, I, I just get nervous. I get on the roof, I get nervous. Oh, um, I can understand you that. Know? I mean, it's crazy how that all changes, honestly. That's what I said in the beginning. How'd you do that? You got to be young and stupid. <laughs> that's the only thing I could come to. I mean, that's you got to be, yeah. Well, there's no, be. yeah, there is no logical way to, to, to no, like, you know, make it right. It's just you had to some of these Indians. Most of those iron workers were Indians. Really. Indian and American Indians. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's yeah. majority known for that. And uh, they would run across the outside. They'd run. The outside one. Oh they'd run. Gosh. Whoa, run, son of a bitch. You know, scare me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would be... So, I can't even, like... I can't even describe how much I'd be... I'd probably be, like, on my knees trying to, like, no, hold No, I on. had a guy. <laughs> Greek. He was a Greek kid. Belligerent, son of a bitch. Funnier than hell. Uh-huh. You know, you could like the guy, but he was a belligerent mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he was he was likable. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him when he started, I said, look, you see, you got these beams. They go from column to column. So many of them go from column to column. But then you got intermediates that go from beam to beam. Right? I said, don't walk. The intermediates. Just walk the beams column to column. Because the intermediates would start doing this. Mm-hmm. You know. And wobbling. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, those beams are 14 inches wide. They're not just little narrow things. Yeah. You know, Still anyway, 14 inches. So one night, one night, it's about quarter after four, or 20 after four, time to quit. He's out in the middle of one of these intermediate beams, frozen, frozen, right? Now I got to talk him out of this thing, Mm -hmm. and I tell him, just crouch down, put your hands like this, crouch down, 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 and grab the flange of the beam. Then put your foot, and the flanges were big enough you could put your foot over you could grab one side of the beam and walk the other bottom flange. Oh, I see. Okay. 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 You know, they were like three feet deep. Gosh, man, you're just getting like palms or something. So I'm telling, right I'm telling Greek, just do that, do that, do that. He ain't moving, he ain't doing nothing. He froze solid. Froze solid. I said, now you gotta, you, you can't, can't yeah. stay here. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Use some logic. Think mm-hmm. about it. Oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't move him. So finally, I said, ah, fuck it. I said, Greek, I'm going home. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, so I started turning around. I started, and then he loosened I said, now do what I tell you. Just do that, do that, and come back, and then scoot down this way. Yeah, he was frozen solid. Oh, my God. But he got back? Uh, finally, oh, okay. yeah. I thought you were going to say he fell off or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> when I first said I'm leaving him there all night, yeah. well, he, the guy got no more thinking now, right? No, I see. That's what I was thinking. I got to give him a choice that there is no choice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because there's no other way. No other way. No other way. It's not like the fire department so. has a 50 story ladder. You know, it's not well, like they. Yeah, but yeah, it, they, 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 they couldn't help you at that point. But that's. Gosh, you see, even when we were up there, you couldn't fall more than uh, on the on the building, mm-hmm. more than three floors. It was all planked. Oh, every three floors planked. Oh, well, still, I you mean, know. 
Yeah. It's terrifying still. But it's such an <clears throat> amazing he's guy. experience. He's the guy. Uh, when I used to get on the floor, right after an iron workers would leave it, they'd be up higher, you know. Mm -hmm. They'd be planked. And uh, no, it wouldn't be planked. There'd be no planks yet. And they used to leave me a piece of iron about uh, six by six that I would, and they always, on those floors, they always had a, a welding machine, always. Then I take it and I tack it onto the side of the column because you, you couldn't get a, with the instrument, you couldn't get a center line because the column would be in the way. Mm -hmm. But you needed a center line, mm -hmm. right? So what you do is you offset it a foot. You set up, mm -hmm. don't set up on this one, set up one foot one over, over, put your marks there, measure back. So we, they leave these little pieces of steel that I tack on, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there'd be a metal deck there, you know, big heavy duty metal deck. And it'd be moist all the time. Mm -hmm. So I say, Greek, come on over here. You hold this. He'd, he'd be nailing it in the water, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, now you just hold this, I'll tack it. Well, the minute you, the minute you go to tack it, he gets electrocuted. Oh, I see. You know, can't kill him. <laughs> yeah. So he's holding that. And <laughs> I'd tag it. His hair would go straight up in the air. <laughs> or I'd get him on the end. I'd get him on the outside beam. And I'd just, we'd be looking down. And all I would do is go, Wee! Get on her. You know, like you're falling. Oh, Wee! I see. See. Hey, don't do that, don't do that. Oh my gosh. See, I'd be that, I'd be that guy, I'd be terrified. And just, I'm, oh man, but it seems, I don't know, it seems like just the, that, those experiences, especially with the building, building, was, uh, I don't know, you had so much that you took from that, you know, some yeah. experiences and just people you met and remembered. It's, it's an awesome thing. And honestly, this whole, this whole conversation has been amazing. I mean, we're almost at two hours. Wow. Which is, which is by far oh, the longest. Oh, you got you got to pay me double now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's by far the longest podcast I've ever done. So uh, thank you again, though, Papa. And this was like an absolute pleasure. I, My pleasure. No, I love, I love to do it and I love talking Experiences with you. Experiences are no good unless you could share them with somebody. Exactly. Well, I'm the only guy that got them right, you know, unless you tell somebody about them. No, exactly. Even if they don't care. Yeah. At but least no, you've I mean, done them, you know. Well, no, you, you got it. I mean, it's yeah. all... You, it's all heard. I mean, not all of it, obviously, but two hours worth of it is heard. But thank you again, Papa. Okay. Okay.